Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Monica Moments. We're always excited to meet you here on this platform. I want to talk a little today about something I feel we talk about or are words that we use quite a bit, but I want to share some content to ensure we are clear on what we're speaking about and we understand what we are selecting. Um, in my field of work, I counsel, I coach, and I consult. However, what I have found is that sometimes people will say they are looking for a coach, but perhaps they need a counselor, vice versa. Also, I have heard people say, um, I'm working with a coach, and when they speak about the work that's being done, it sounds more like mentorship. So for the purpose of this podcast, I want to talk about the difference between a counselor, consultant, and coach. And I'm, and I'm going to throw in the mentor as well. I want to give you some context that surrounds these four particular roles because they all are different. And let's start with mentor. A mentor is someone who's about 10 feet ahead of what you aspire to do. It could be in business, it could be something personal, it could be something obtained, it could be something you want to complete. But a mentor is someone who has experienced successfully um, some milestones and some steps that you will have to take to get to that place you're trying to get to. A mentor will share a lot about their path, about what worked for them. A mentor is very um, is very influential in sharing resources and being almost like a think partner through certain types of uh, processes. Um, a mentor is one that, well, all four of these positions, let me go back um, and correct that. All four of these positions, these roles, my, because I am a person of faith, my suggestion to anyone who's listening to make sure you pray before you select. Um, a mentor is someone you would work closely with. Um, most times, you know, some, and mentors change. Um, I can recall when I, I had my first mentor um, when I was about 15 years old. Certainly, I don't work with that person today, although I still have mentors today. Um, and, and I have mentors in areas of my personal as well as professional development. So understand what a mentor does. A mentor is someone who exhibits the position or exudes in the position you are trying to acclaim. So it could be personal, it could be professional, it could be career-wise, it could be relationship-wise, um, but mentors are certainly people who are good to have. I say pray about it because you will become close with your mentor. Your mentor will pour into you as you pour out to them. Um, and a mentor, I, I feel like what not just a mentor, but all four of these roles, one 
one skill that a good mentor, coach, counselor, and consultant has is that of listening. Because all four of these roles require a connection on some level. The next role I want to speak about is that of the consultant. I hear people say and use this word quite a bit. I personally am a human services consultant. So what that means is that I can go into any human service organization, cause, or human service provider and provide um, any type of strategies, um, structuring, as well as guidance into whatever it is they may be working on. So if you are someone out there and you want uh, your company wants to work with a consultant, make sure that the consultant is proficient and, and really a, an expert in the area upon which um, they're consulting. A consultant comes in and identify things that may need to be fixed or some things that are not quite going well. Now, a consultant is a, is a role that you can use in a lot of different ways. Sometimes organizations hire consultants to come in to tell them what the problem is and then they leave. Then you have organizations that bring the consultant in and they want the consultant to identify the problem as well as be a part of the solution. So when you look at consulting, consulting is not counseling. <laughs> consulting is not someone who, who would say, well, if it was me, this is what I would do. Um, consulting is not mentoring. So when you work with a consultant, just make sure that that consultant is a good fit and a good connection for whatever that area based is that you need or require the consulting piece for. Now, I want to say this about a consultant. A consultant can sometimes look like the other roles, but I just want to be clear on you understanding what this consultant does. Now, you can also have a situation where a consultant may come in and do the consulting piece as well as do some coaching. Two different roles, two different situations, but they're never one and the same, if that makes sense. The next role we want to talk about is that of a coach. I see it all the time. Life coach, uh, career coach, relationship coach. Um, I, I happen to be a mindset and development coach. And first and foremost, let me say this. As it relates to coaching, uh, consulting, as well as being a mentor, as far as I know, there is no educational requirement for either of these three roles. So someone with a high school education can certainly come in and perform in these roles quite well um, and, and, and be impactful as well. However, when you're looking at your coach, first of all, understand what you want to, what you are seeking a coach for. Um, anyone that has worked with me, when they say I need a life coach, I tell them to go deeper because our lives consist of a lot of things. So 
No one person can coach everything. I am not a coach of all things. I am a mindset coach and a development coach. So you want to make sure that you understand what your coach's background is, what their genius areas are, and what they are proficient in. Now, even though coaches don't require a certain level of education or any particular certification, I happen to be a certified coach. And that was something I wanted to do for me as well as my potential clients. I'm certified with the John Maxwell team. And that's the route that I wanted to take. But certainly if you um, find a coach and this coach has not been certified in a particular area, may not even be a college graduate. Don't think that the person is shamming or the person is out of pocket because the person can certainly uh, perform in the coaching arena without having those things. Now, let me say something to you. A coach is someone, it's just like, and let me take this to the playing field. A batting coach. A batting coach works with someone who knows how to bat, but someone who desires to improve in their batting. So any coach that you work with, this coach should be connecting with you, not to tell you what to do, not to problem solve, not to think for you, but to help you discover those things that already exist within you and to make those things better. A coach is someone who works with you, not someone who works for you. So as, and, and understand something else too, a coach should be asking a lot of questions because guess what happens when a coach does a lot of talking and it's your coaching session, guess what's end up happening? Now you may be in a situation where you're getting the thoughts of the coach. You're getting the, the stride of the coach. You're getting the strategies of the coach. Well, that's not your session. That's the coach's session. When you look at your sessions, you want to make sure that you are receiving, that you're being asked questions that make you go deeper, to make you do some more discovery as it relates to how you think, how you feel, how you approach things, and, and, and make you a better version of yourself. So understand that because so many times I hear people talk about, I work with my coach today. Um, first of all, it's not, it's not a coach that specialized in anything special, but it's a life coach. Secondly, when I hear people talk and, and they talk about, and sometimes I'm, I'm privileged um, that people entrust me to share some of their coaching experience. And they talk about how the coach continuously told them, I do this, I did that, I, I, I. I, I try to stop and have educational moments because even though the person may not be working with me, I want anyone that seeks out to invest in themselves to get the best of their investment. So we want to be clear about the coaching factor. And last but not least, the counseling. Why did I say counselor for last? Because this is like the premise of my birthing process. It's where it all started for me. It's the major that I selected, the career path that I selected at 15 years old. And at 52 years old, it's still something I do today. 
Um, and also, it's it's a major that I selected in college, and I've never and I never changed it. Never looked back. Never had any regrets. Um, counseling. There are different type of counselors, so I can only speak from the one upon which I am familiar with. Um, I am a clinical counselor. I am a therapeutic counselor, um, and so my role it when I am operating in this role. The only way I could operate in this role, I am required by the state of Georgia to have a master's degree. I am required by the state of Georgia to have an independent licensure. Now, there is a licensure that's known as the provisional licensure. And what that license does, it allows counselors and and, counselors. and um, social workers and marriage and family people to do some level of counseling, but it also requires supervision. Um, the provisional licensure, you cannot diagnose. Uh, insurance companies will not pay uh, provisional licensures, uh, pay for provisional licensures unless it's under an independent license. So when we talk about the counseling component, Um, from the clinical aspect, you do need someone that has the educational um, and the licensure um, background. Now, it's nothing wrong with getting someone's opinion or getting someone's point of view on something. But when you're talking about counseling, you're talking about a field and a craft that requires a little bit more than experience. So, for anyone out there who have who has thought about counseling or feel that they may want to entertain counseling in the future, always do your homework. Psychology Today is a platform that I refer quite a few people to because it is um, it is a certified and approved website where it highlights um, counselors. Um, it highlights different counselors and psychologists, and also it lets you know about their platform, what areas of, of expertise they uh, they provide services in, what year they graduated from college, how long they've been practicing, and what type of licensure they have, as well as what type of insurance and, and what um, type of monies are required to work with this person. So I refer people there because, again, it's a certified website so when you talk about counseling and even if you get a referral it is certainly okay to ask during your consultation with a, a prospective new counselor about their background about their area of expertise and if you're going to them for let's say depression it is perfectly okay and it's fair to ask um what their experience has been and working with people suffering from depression um, and, and to ask some of those questions. And if you have a particular type of uh, depression, it could be acute, it could be moderate, severe. Um, it's certainly okay to go deeper and to ask what the experience has been in that arena as well. So I hope that I have helped some um, um, today with this particular uh, website, or oh, excuse me, website, but this particular podcast because. Here's what I know for sure. I know that we communicate um, a lot. We communicate daily with family, friends. We're in the workplace. However, it is 
always a goal or just a desire of mine with all people, including myself, that when we share content, we understand it and we have our own form of education about it so we know exactly what we're speaking about. Um, I hope this has been helpful. Always a joy to come on and just talk for just a little bit about things I feel are relevant to just everyday life. So until next time, take care.